Welcome to Bite Size, the cybersecurity Q&A presented to you by Crawl & Mooring. Our goal is to take the complex world of government contract cybersecurity and break it down into bite-sized pieces. My name is Kate Grawley. And I'm Evan Wolf. Every other week, we'll take one question that we frequently hear from clients and give you a short, simple answer and explain why it matters. So this week, we want to talk about the CIA triad. And Kate, are we supposed to be talking about CIA on a podcast? Aren't we going to get in trouble or arrested? Well, if we were talking about a certain CIA, maybe. But thankfully for us, we're talking about a completely unclassified and really common form of CIA. And that's the concept of confidentiality, integrity, and availability. So when we talk about the CIA triad in the cybersecurity context, what are we getting at here? So let's walk through each one of those and then we'll dig a little bit deeper. Confidentiality is the idea that you should only be giving access to certain information to the people who actually need that access. So take, for example, a document that has sensitive contents in it. If you are ensuring the confidentiality of that document, you're making sure that, say, Evan, I give you access, but I don't give Bob access when he's not supposed to get it. The concept of integrity is the idea that I'm making sure that the contents of that document don't change. They represent what it is supposed to. Someone hasn't gone in and manipulated those contents. The integrity of it has been maintained. And then the last piece, the idea of availability. In this example, I can get access to that document whenever I want to. And an example of where I wouldn't be able to and the availability has been compromised is if I've had, for example, a ransomware incident, everything's locked down, and I can't get to that document because it's encrypted. So, Evan, what are some examples of cyber incidents that might impact the CIA? Yeah, it's a great way of thinking about this because if you, if you think about sort of how companies protect confidentiality, you would think if you see what's called a man-in-the-middle attack where there's actually a threat actor or someone that's broken into your system and you don't know it, or that is sitting in a trans, at a point where email is coming into and out of your network, they would be able to affect the confidentiality of your, of your data or your network, and you would never know it. And when it comes to integrity, really here what, we, what the controls that we most think about are the ability to use digital signatures or sometimes called digital certificates to ensure that the data is indeed that data and there hasn't been any sort of compromise. So when data gets tampered with or code gets altered in any way, those are attacks on, on integrity. And availability, which, uh, which is just, as, as Kate said, the ability to have reliable access, is when we have denial of service attacks. And this is just where a system or network gets flooded with so much traffic that it's no longer available to those who want to use it. And this is a very common attack in the financial services sector. So, Kate, now that we know we're talking about not the classified version of CIA, why, why do contractors need to know about the CIA triad? Yeah, so the CIA triad is especially relevant to contractors because it motivates the kinds of cybersecurity controls that contractors are ultimately subject to. Uh, so what do I mean by that? We've talked a lot about NIST, that National Institute of Standards and Technology, and the 800 series of special publications that they author. Some of those publications include requirements that are focused only on protecting 
the confidentiality of information. So just the C of the CIA. The most relevant example here is NIST Special Publication 800-171. The cyber controls listed in that document are intended only to ensure the confidentiality of federal information. It by and large deliberately ignores the issues of integrity and availability. By contrast, though, there are other publications that focus on the full triad, the C, the I, and the A. And the best example of that is probably NIST Special Publication 800-53, which helps explain why that document is so much more complex than 171. And we'll save that discussion about the nuances of 171 and 53 for another time. But in the meantime, thank you for joining Bitesize Q&A. We will be back in your feed in two weeks with a new question and a simple explanation. But in the meantime, if you have any suggestions for what questions we should cover, please do let us know. I can be reached at 202-624-2698. And Evan can be reached at 202-624-2615. Thanks so much. This has been Bite Size Q&A, a podcast brought to you by Kroll & Mooring. You can find more information at kroll.com slash cyberpodcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review.